The DWA podcast is recorded live to SD card at the old Wrigley building in Santa Cruz, California. Driving while awesome podcast radio hour. <laughs> Yo, do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO Mellow Grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. All the smells of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO, you only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No, beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, I threw it up. <laughs> OffTheRecord.com. Fight those tickets. If you don't win, you don't pay. All you have to do is download the app, snap a photo of your ticket, answer a few questions, get matched to an experienced lawyer, and you won't pay for the ticket. Enter code AWESOME to get a nice discount. You! It's happening. It happened, everybody. We did it. I'm Lane. Whoa. I'm Art. <laughs> I'm Brian. Now you're drunk. I'm Warren. Welcome to Driving Well Awesome. Uh, this is a podcast about cars. It's a Thursday edition. It's 406. That's a good time. It's a good time two, as any to do it. Two of four of us are wearing heel and toe apparel gear. Dot com. Yeah. The bottom oh, what, half is wearing heel and toe. Well, this is technically heel and toe, I think. That's true. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. What is Lane wearing? That is the question. We don't know. Edible Endies. You can't you can't see, dude. Edible Endies? Yeah. <laughs> Lane, how much to do a um sushi eating table? Uh, you me. you is the table. Oh, oh like ten bucks probably? <laughs> <laughs> you don't get to eat the sushi though. Do you get do you get some of the sushi? Factoring into your ten dollars. Do I no, eat all the no. sushi off no. myself? Is that you don't wrong? get any sushi. You have to lay there <laughs> on your back with your hands by your side, naked. I I mean all all the money in the world, dude. I don't know. Oh, oh come on! Yeah, it depends on grand. who, right? Strangers, all the money, like strangers, all the money, like three hundred bucks, dude. Probably. All right, yeah, three hundred bucks. <laughs> but you have to hold the wasabi with your mouth. <laughs> like, oh, oh. <laughs> so basically, like, like a, on your eyelids, a free sushi or can dinner. I, can yeah, I be on my stomach lame. and I hold the I hold the wasabi in my butt cheeks? It's kind of uh, cool, actually. I, I think wow. I see. Now we're talking. Now I'm paying. Now I'm paying. See? <laughs> is this called <laughs> that's, that's, some butt sabi? What is that called? Butt, butt sabi. But sabi, was was abi, ass. You know the capital oh, ass. Yeah. yeah, little w. Yeah, wasabi. Yeah, I think that's it. You put the Could ass in wasabi. It's probably hair sabi is what it is. <laughs> we can work on worst that, Whatever. All right, we're off. Uh, topic we'll work already. on it. We'll, we'll like we'll iron this thing out. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll I just want to get to a price. This is my favorite thing to do: is to come up with something crazy and say. For eight thousand dollars, land perfect strangers are going to eat sushi off your body. It's going to take At about an Marty hour. Motors. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> no. This is in some like little Sunnyvale strip mall um, yakitori kind of scenario where there's sushi. Uh, roll out the lane. Every, everything's in the room, and then Lane rolls out on a platter. I, I don't think we're going to get to the end of this. The, no. uh, yeah, eight grand on this podcast. No, eight thousand, eight thousand dollars, sixteen thousand. You could get a nine fourteen thousand dollars. I oh no, you can't, but, uh, <laughs> dude. Uh, pair of, in, a pair you of can go back in time and then buy nine fourteen seat brackets. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, thirty-two thousand dollars. We're not getting there right now, dude. What do you mean we're not getting there? It's not, just not a number. The number, dude. 
<laughs> Thirty-two grand for an hour and a half of work. The pr- the problem is <laughs> that's fucking. The, the problem is we're actually recording this. This isn't just a private conversation. So it, Lane, oh, somebody could, somebody could call to it? Lane's bluff. Like they go, oh yeah. snap! I actually would like to see that. I have eight thousand dollars burning a hole in my pocket. Okay, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Richard, Chan Richard Chan's like fifty k right now. <laughs> yeah, Jesus oh. Christ. There's, it's got to be uh, strangers in a Sunnyvale strip mall sorry, dude, sushi well, place in the back I, I room. Think I, I think I'm just out, dude. Sunnyvale, know. huh? There's a, no price. There's a yeah. lot of things. I had, for in, instance, I had a I had an Ingram ta- toenail last year. Uh, <laughs> I thought said uh, Ingram tail, and, which and is much was, worse. It was like for I had it for eight months, and I never went to the doctor because I was like, I'm gonna fix it myself. And it was just like going through pain and having a hard time walking because. How of many it, YouTube videos did you watch on people trying to figure it out? A lot, dude. I bet. I bet. Oh. Um, and I and I, and I figured I I figured it out finally, but and now I'm a surgeon, but yeah, um, it just took a lot of work, you know. Whew. Not took you a lot wear of training. Took a lot of training. Wear flip flops and get that thing aired out. No, it wasn't that, dude. It was just a you know whatever. <laughs> I, I cut my you know you cut your toenails and a. a a corner was left in. It I, this has actually been podcast content before. I think you did go yeah, through yeah. the whole story, didn't you? I, I yeah, I kind of remember <laughs> I that. You're right, actually. Yeah, I, yeah. I think yeah. you're right. Yeah, and it, it went sad, sideways. True. This whole thing went sideways. It did, it did go sideways, just like the movie. Huh? That's all about toenails. Yep. In uh, tasting <laughs> toenails, Sandy and Ez, Sandy and Ez toenails. I think we, I, I think we have, we've successfully grossed out ninety five percent of our them. audience. Uh, the, the the nude lane with sushi all over him. I like how it's in Sunnyvale specifically. This like suburb. I, know, <laughs> it's like, and then I don't feet, make the rules. I don't make the rules. Talk. I mean, we we've we've definitely like alienated ninety eight percent and turned on like two maybe. Oh right, yeah, you're right. With the, <laughs> ingrown toenails can be hot, right? Well, I mean, there's like at that least whole, they like, weren't. Like, is there like a, cause you know the pimple popping fetish? Is there an Ingram yeah, toenail yeah, yeah. fetish? I don't know. Definitely. For, definitely no, there is. There's definitely a foot fetish. So oh, for sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the foot uh, fucking least... master. Oh, you are? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Marcellus Wallace yep. reference uh, somewhere in there. Hey, uh, at least we weren't recording when we were talking about ways we want to go out of this world. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's probably good. That's yeah. even more, more morbid. I'm not even going to bring it up. Yeah. All right. Uh, Thursday edition. Let's answer some questions, shall we? I'm down. I think I have this correct order. Word. Nope. It is not. Word. It's in top comments. I want newest first. God damn it. Yeah. Uh, Bobby Reed with the car says, starting the restoration of my 75 BMW 2002. I'm wondering about your thoughts on bumpers. So it's a square taillight car. Assuming cost is no object, do you prefer, prefer no bumpers or a Euro? So those are your choices. Zero or a euro look? Euro look. Yeah, I got a euro. Uh, is that, are, are, although, are euros shorties or are they long? I don't even know what euro is in that year. There's, but, but I uh, imagine that. Yeah, or oh, you're talking I about like the they're side? Like, yeah, I imagine they're long ones, right? In that, that era. It's pretty, pretty uh, expensive, be, right? Yeah, so the, this, there's like the 73 euro, like it looks like the, um, like if you look at a BMW 2002 Turbo, those are short on the sides. 
but you can yeah, also they also make long ones that you can put on I there. Um, I don't remember. That's why I just that's why I just said shorties are longs. Right, but just, you said in that era. But I think you have a choice, right? I don't know what the. I don't think so. Uh, shorties, I think, came on like the sixty eights and stuff. Um, so why does it? But uh, BMW two thousand two turbo is a seventy three seventy four, and they yeah. had or seventy four seventy five, whatever it is, and they had yeah, shorties. Did they have long ones? No, they had short. Oh, so that's a and that's a Euro car. It's so a maybe Euro that's car. what they came. I mean, yeah. that's what they came with, right? Because I know like a seventy three US car came with the long ones. So I think. Um, I mean. I mean this is sort of a half-assed answer, but what I did with my car is I put a Euro rear long bumper, so the, not, it's the long sides, um, on my 75 2002, and I put uh, no front bumper, but I just did an air dam, um, like a big air dam that uh, Kugel, Forrest at Kugel Words made for me, and I had to make custom mounts for where the old bumper uh, mounted, where the shocks went in, uh, and I put fog lights there. So there, that's a look. You, you'll find a lot of cars that way, too, without... A front bumper that saves you quite a bit of money too um and uh, although you can do a, they're really push. not that i remember the bumpers weren't that expensive um i remember whatever i did was a lot cheaper but you know forrest also hooked up a deal so <laughs> but um, i know but you got your rear bumper it was like it was fairly inexpensive and i think they're pretty available as well i can't remember yeah uh, like but 400 I would, bucks or something yeah. like that Maybe I can't. So I remember. think we all agree you gotta you gotta have something, right? Or the rear you gotta the rear you, you can't leave no bumper. The rear is horrible without a bumper. Um unless yeah. you go full race car lemons type of scene, but <laughs> Yeah. I, I, I like uh, them with bumpers. I think it elongates them a little bit. It it cuts down on the stubbiness, the sh- you know, short, tall look. Um mm-hmm. I, I I dig it's it. It's just a nice detail too. They're cool yeah. bump cool looking bumpers yeah and add some chrome to it and and really i mean uh, the expense part of it it's not all that much in comparison to everything else you're probably going to be doing to the car and really does finish the look it's like if you leave yeah if you if you skimp on that part it's totally obvious right dude pretty freaking functional too if someone just does a parking lot tap or something to you I mean, hmm. that's a major factor. So. I mean, even with bumpers, every 2002 has had the front end like. That's true. Right. Yeah, imagine with, without them. Much, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just having something where if like you didn't see a, like a lo- low pole or something and you sure. tap that. He's brushing their first. teeth. What is that? Yeah, brushing their teeth. Someone's like rubbing something. Along. Yeah, I hear that oh. too. That's weird. Uh, not I. Weird. I mean, everything is moving about Art's setup, so (laughs) I'm guessing it's him. Wobbling around. Um, Niceberg Slim says, which car company has or had the best commercials, either past or present? Toyota. I love what you do for me. Jumping in Mm. the air. Uh, Nissan had some rad ones, like 300ZX and stuff uh, with the Barbie dolls. Yeah. And then Isuzu. Who could forget those? Yeah, that's true. Joe Isuzu. I mean, Porsche has pretty great. Well, they used to. I don't know what their modern. Porsche stuff. used to have awesome ones. Yeah, right. very, they inspired me good. for sure. Yeah, but and yeah. were those even like regular TV commercials, or were they like that? That was kind of like more of a cinematic production, right? They were. That's what you're talking about. They had great commercials, and they had long form. If you're talking about like, are you listening? Yeah, that's not a commercial. That's I can't, a. That's I, a. That's a sales 
yeah. video, basically. Right. But yeah, I, I think, um, like, I remember the the 944 Turbo, right? The sideways, and, like, it's like, um, I think it might have been Jaws. Yeah. And it's like, you know, some say they eat Corvettes for breakfast or something. It prefers Corvettes, but it's been known to snack on Ferraris. Yeah. Or no, it prefers Ferraris, but it's been known to snack on Corvettes. All I can think about is print ads. Like, it's hard for me to, I can't remember that as a TV ad. Another great Porsche one. I think it was the, I believe it's the 993. Um, it might have been like, not, it might have been a later car, but um, it's a kid in class and he's just like, um, he's like kind of anxiously awaiting for the, for, to get out of school and he's watching the clock and it does the like Ferris Bueller thing or whatever movie that is where it kind of like goes backwards one. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, he's like, ah, you know, and he's like, looking outside and at his bike his bike's out there and he's and he gets out of class and they're like okay do your homework whatever and he runs out gets on his bike and uh goes to a uh a Porsche dealer and he like slowly like gets in the car and like settles in he's like ah and he has his hands on the wheel and then he asks the salesman for his business card and he says like I'll be talking to you in 10 years or something mm-hmm. Uh, I and I was like, that was one of those, like, I don't know, it was one of those, uh, definitely hit, hit me pretty hard, you know? Yeah, I bet it did. Yeah. It's like yeah. A, you exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. exactly. The one that, that actually it's, you know, Niceberg Slim asked, or he mentioned Lexus, right? The one that is most memorable to me, uh, from Lexus specifically, uh, is the, the one where it's the IS 300 rally car. Have you seen that one? It's so rad. Um, it's, Probably. it's, um, it's an IS 300, like on a rally stage in Finland or something. And, uh, and he, like, it, right about as, he, as he's about to pitch it into a, like a, a left-hand turn and he starts to counter-steer, it goes slow motion and it says, like, the Lexus IS has outhandled all, all your German competition. We have not made a big deal about it, but others have. And then, it's, and then it goes from slow motion to fast, and then he, they, he splashes the shit out of all the Germans, like holding German flags. Oh, that, <laughs> and, that sounds familiar. I kind of remember and then, it, yeah. and then he straightens yeah. it out and takes off. And um, that one's, like, super memorable. Um, but... The I remember Nissan having really good ads. I mean, uh, the yeah. the tr- twin turbo, right? The 300ZX twin turbo. There was like the the little dolls one, but the one that I really liked was the I guess it was the Super Bowl ad, but it was a, a dream, right? And he's like escaping in 300ZX twin turbo, and like yeah. he has all these th- different things chasing him, and they're like, and at the last thing that he's being chased by is like an F16 or something, and he manages to outrun the F16, and like the turbos kick in and it takes off. Like that was a really cool one. And the Nissan has that black gold 300ZX one from like the early 80s is really good. Um, where it's just like black gold, <laughs> <laughs> like in the background. It's a, and you know, it's the, the dude's voice, like, and the Nissan 300Z, you know, yeah. that's a really, that's a really good ad. Um, there's some I really think, funky uh, 80s Camaro I think you guys are too, that I've seen. getting like some very key ones, like, um, Toyotathon. You know, where they're I in the showroom and they say Toyotathon a few times. That's pretty good. Stop. Oh, like, like from <laughs> this year. Very noteworthy, yeah. yeah. And you're good. also you're also forgetting a whole a whole uh, string of them uh, when a famous brand called Lincoln paired up with a famous man called Matthew McConaughey. Oh, and yeah, there that, may that have been good... some close-ups of his face and falling into pools and stuff like that. You guys uh, did that not yeah, resonate yeah. with you guys? Yeah. 
Definitely. No, that's a good point. Those. I didn't. I didn't remember that one. Yeah, that, that is. Good. Well, I I especially like the SNL version. That's my favorite one. <laughs> and the Toby like, Keith Ford ads. You know, those are some of my favorites. How about Lacker how about, Rock? Uh, how, about, oh, how about this Lacker classic? Rock. How about this classic? Uh, where's the Buick? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is I thought you said Buick? you had a Buick. That's a Buick. I thought Buicks were yeah. shitty cars. Let's, let's move on. Let's move that on. That looks like a Honda. Oh, how this about episode. the Chevy ones where they where it's every car and it's just like trying to show that they don't look like Chevys. Or and that uh, which the, car would you say was first in class in JD Power Associates? Yeah, yeah. That's like Honda. Yeah, Acura. Yeah. Uh, no, would you believe it? It's Chevy. We used to that, make shitty, shitty cars. That's almost the parody ones with a guy from Boston. That right? almost makes up for it. That I almost give credit to Chevy yeah. in some way that they did something bad yeah. enough to deserve a great, great parody yeah. because those are so rad. She's like, Can I you thought that it? was a BMW or a Tesla. He goes, are you high as fuck? <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you, bitch? <laughs> Can you believe guys, it? Do you guys remember the, the, the Mazda uh, rotary ones? Where it's like the no. Mazda goes, hmm, and he hums, and then like the piston engine goes, boing, boing. It's 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 before uh, our time. It's from the seventies, but I found it on YouTube no. a while back. It's really cool. Look up the Mazda goes hum. It's a good one. Hmm. Okay. okay. Things that make you go hum. Uh, Vault Auto Club says wanting to differentiate the kind of cars I typically buy after I finish building my E twenty three and taking it on a few rallies. I've never owned anything Japanese before, so I'm leaning towards that. What's a good Japanese rally car option for around $10,000? This would only be a rally car, so I don't need practicality or anything. Too tall for a Miata. There you have it. This is actually a tougher question than I... It's a great question. Integra, I like G- Integra GSR. Mm-hmm. And then That's a good one. You get a perfect one. Yeah, or, or a one that you could put a few mods on to make it a good route, make a better rally car. Hmm. Subaru yeah. 2.5 RS. Yeah. Yeah. You got weird, really good one. weird Subaru problems, but... Uh, Just make sure the head gasket's been done. Yeah. And your vape is recharged. That's important. No, um, vape is newer, man. Yeah, that's... Uh, I mean, you're, 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 you're in okay. S2000... You're also yeah, in yeah. S2000 territory here. You can get a nice high-mileage car. Oof. That's a good suggestion. Yeah, that's true. I mean, if he's rallying it, I guess... Why well, get a super nice one? And how about EG Hatch? How how are they? Uh, how there are S two thousands for tall people? I don't know. I'm not a tall person. Not you good. S- you sink not in good. pretty far, right? Like isn't it? Like, no, they're really bad. They're how, uh, how tall is Colin Herrick? I don't know. They seem all right, but they're not wide. That's for sure. They're they're pretty tight. They're tight. like they're like an NA Miata, I would say. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. Really? I mean, I sink I sink way lower in S two thousand than an NA Miata. I mean, the door is higher, yeah, but that doesn't mean it has more room. But roof to I think the issue is always profile. up here, right? Isn't the the, yeah. the the head when he's saying he's tall? So the head. I don't know. Clearance. I mean, my my problem with like the NC Miata was legroom. So How could tall we is Joe ever? Hmm. Could we ever recommend an RX seven going rotary? Yeah. Uh, ten k. So I I. First gen RX-7s are pretty cool. Dude. They're like pretty rad. Like 78 yeah. through 80. I yeah. love those ones. Look, dude, super nimble. Little it's taillights. A, yeah. Tiny, lightweight. Yeah, I'd be more FC. Uh, if I was going to recommend something in this price point, I would go an FC, get a GTUS. You could uh, get, get a nice one, right? The lightest, yeah. yeah, the lightest like version with the coolest suspension and everything, good, good seats and all that stuff. You can get a GTU, like an 83 as well. Those are kind of cool. The first gen. 
Oh, the GC- like GSLSE. GSLSE. Yeah. yeah, GSLSE is cool. That's that's what I would go if I was going to go early. Um, I think they're in a unique position because they have a dealer plate, right? So, because um, the first ones you're you're hampered with smog, and like that's a big problem to get around, and like they run really well with once you remove all that stuff <laughs> and there's like it's pretty known um the early cars but then you're in a weird position with registration Did so I, I you took a picture of a yellow one in san francisco like a year or two a couple years ago that yeah. one was really cool. oh yeah that was a nice car with like the yellow plaid interior and everything yeah the yeah, early cars are rad with so the split, cool, split taillights split taillights yeah yeah, yeah. so I, if he wants to go front wheel drive there's there's definitely options as you guys are saying yeah he can go with the civic and do a really cool motor good suspension and you'll be well under that budget and it would be an awesome rally car if you're okay with front wheel drive um i don't know if he's ever owned a front wheel drive car uh he's comes from he has a golf mercedes oh that's right he does have a golf so it would be uh, two a, two points here what was brian saying brian my brian. new answer uh 300zx non-turbo with the removable top Ooh. like a z32 mm-hmm. yeah the round yeah. ones I don't know. Non-turbo, manual. Yeah. yeah Clean, cleanest you could find. You could probably, you know, cleanest you could find NA manual for 10 grand. You're probably in pretty good territory. And and, and you'd have yeah. to get the removable top, too, which I think is a pretty rad setup. Well, then you're it's dealing with head heavy issues but, again, right? So, like, I, don't I, would, know. I would. You think? Slick top Dude, I'll bet a, it's pretty. I'll, I'll bet it's pretty good. Those cars are kind of big. Yeah, they're pretty Warren. Big. Warren. I don't know though. I got two two to add to this. Um and I don't think we've ever had one on a rally. A Mark III Supra, which is right in line with what uh, Brian's talking about. So heavy. I know. Yeah. It's heavy a, GT GT car. car. Yeah. But they kind of take touring cars on their on our rallies. I'm just saying as an that's option, true. just, oh, just thinking true. about it. That's a good point. Um the second is you're right in line for first gen IS three hundred manual. Oh. For a really good one. Mm-hmm. I mean it's three yeah, series three series like, and if they're already using that kind of car in our rallies, this is kind of like a Somewhat relative comparison. It's a straight six manual transmission. Yeah, two hundred horsepower. Um, and right there for fast. you about like ninety thousand miles, you're under ten k. Yeah, yeah. You have I'm to search the whole U.S. for it, but they're out there. Brian, uh, Toyota Celica. Maybe your Which flip up headlight, eighty uh, four special unit. Hmm. 20, 22 RE. You're talking about an eighty five <laughs> yeah. GTS. Eighty five GTS. Yeah. Yes, um, that. that would totally work. Yeah, I'd get a perfect one. And it works with fender flares and yeah. the, the alloy motor. wheels. I mean, maybe I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I would swap put, that motor. You don't like motor. the the truck motor? No, I would put something else in there. But that's a really cool car. Those came with a four AGE, which was in the A eighty six Corolla in in Japan. So mm. it's the same body style, but dual overhead cam, sixteen valve, one point yeah. six liter, seventy eight hundred RPM redline. Um, Joe, that existed, uh, so you could put that in there. It's pretty, pretty. That's at cool Auto Vault, thing. you should just drop it off at Art's house. He can do it in a weekend. Yeah. Have you seen? It seems like that was deser- deser- <laughs> a, a sixteen hundred. <laughs> yeah. Seems small for that car. Uh, it feels like that'd be like a two liter. It's a really least. small car. Pretty small car. Yeah. Actually, for them, I'm gonna recommend a Toyota Crown. Whoa! For a Crown for a rally car. They're they're okay. Mike's talking about bringing a Bentley. I know, but and then they, they, bring, they bring a seven series and yeah. they bring five series wagons. I mean, you would need to really tweak that crown to be fun on a rally. I think it would be miserable. Yeah. I mean, if you're going <laughs> down in, to the seats in that vein, like my my weird, uh, maybe I'll contribute my weird fetish: Cressida manual <laughs> wagon. So it's only it's, if you say manual. Manual. I'm in. 
Manual. Rear wheel drive. Manual Rear-wheel transmission. Drive. I mean, they, they are very rare, but people convert them all the time. So, again, very just rare. bring it over by my shop. I'll do it tomorrow. Um, yeah. And inline six, cool little motor, but there's a bunch of options there. Um, those are really cool cars. I, I like the, the design, and they seem pretty fun. Um I mean, Mark II Supra, I think, is also a great option. P-Type, get the one with the flares. Um, I think those are super cool. They, they're they're starting to appreciate. Um, and yeah, I'm not really so into good-looking car. Yeah. They're, they're, Wait, you don't like those, but you like the Celica? Yeah. They're yeah, so similar. They're so similar. You know, they're exactly the same, except the wheelbase a little longer and the front end's a little longer. Yeah, Isn't the, the Celica lighter? Yeah, probably. Well, well, yeah, one is a six-cylinder, too, and yeah. one is a four. All right, Joe Polo 68 says, being Brian has ventured to the vintage car abyss, what would be your realistic choice of entry into the vintage car world, and in what style? Wait, Boulevard who is Cruiser, asking? Joe Polo. Oh. Boulevard Cruiser, rally-worthy, or question mark? But ha, he acts ha, like, ha, for good measure. But he acts like none of us have ever had a vintage car. I know. What's up with that? Like, it's like we're entering the vintage car world. Like, we've never. What's. Uh, well, I mean, who. What's vintage? What, what is a vintage car, anyways? Pre smog, are we talking about? Yeah. Yeah. I guess pre smog, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So, 75 and older. And he's not saying you've never listening? owned one ever in your life. He's just saying that. Uh, if you were to go back into yeah. it or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. I hate carburetors, man. <laughs> This is a hard one. <laughs> Good luck. Um, it also says realistic, uh, yeah. a realistic choice. It's not like we can just go, oh, I'll have a, you know. 250 GTO. Uh, you, uh, you, you go, yeah. Um, I mean, for me, it's, like, pretty easy to see a uh, 2002. I mean, yeah. it's yeah. not a very I, far I got jump. One. But, I'll go uh, yeah. 1971 or 72 uh, Toyota Celica. Oh, early. I really like those. I mean, well, those are super we're going, cool, yeah. we're going vintage. Yeah. I really like those. Yeah. 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 That's hard to be. Lane's going 914. It's such an easy question. Yeah. It's like the easy, it's like you could just read my bio and I can <laughs> read know. my bio dog. <laughs> Google me. Google me. Yeah. Just like, I want a yeah. first, how about a first gen, first, Maybe, first Mark one GTI or Mark one golf. Yeah. I'd be I mean, right. A swallowtail, a 74. Yeah. 74 cool. golf and have it the most minimalist, whatever the lowest spec Dude, was. Like but then 1600 pounds or something like interior, yeah. like the lowest spec, maybe a steering wheel. And then you just do all the fun, like suspension and mm-hmm. engine stuff. Oh, and the other one I'll throw in there cool. is that I mentioned it before. T E 27 mango, right? Oh uh, yeah. Mango. Yeah. So an early seventies, uh, uh, a 27 mango, Yeah, Toyota Corolla SR five. You, your life's way would be Tay mango. That's right. Oh Tay Jesus. Mango. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. I'm done. I mean, I had plenty of 2002s. I don't want to go back there. And and I feel like, I mean, E9s are rad, but like, I feel like it's it's a car that I would want to go out and like rally up in the mountains and stuff. Um, uh, oh, you wouldn't yeah. want it because you would want a car. You'd want to do that. Yeah. 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 E9s are awesome too. I'd love an E9. Yeah. But e, E9's like a, yeah, it's like a, um, I don't know how many, I don't know what car that is, but it's probably like a fifth car or something. Right. I don't really yeah. know. Because it's want mostly like it. a cruiser. Yeah. 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 Um, this also is a little teaser for the Sunday edition where I'm sure we'll be getting into Brian's Volvo escapades. What year is it again, Brian? 71. 71 Volvo 142 S? Yeah. 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 Okay. Big Fat Flip says, sitting here staring at a Polish reproduction of Ken Block's Focus RS RX 
rear wing and my shopping cart. Yes, it's ridiculous. I'm not going to buy it. What's the most ridiculous car modification you've talked yourself out of? Hmm. Any like body kit stuff that you were like, oh, I'm going to do this like crazy body kit. And then, man, that's a good question. Don't pull the trigger. That's a good question. <sighs> most ridiculous. Talked out of. Hmm. hmm. I don't know. I don't know, dude. We haven't yeah. ever gone down like a crazy line. We have like good that. taste. Like right? Adding a wing. <laughs> yeah, that's like that's like almost cutting fenders off your car or something like that. Oh, right, right. Or like uh, maybe chopping a hole for exhaust out of the side or you know something. Yeah. Her saws all your roof as far off. as like how right. Uh, yeah, friend. exactly. Making a, a pool in the back of a truck, maybe. Yeah. Something you, like that. You know, Talk right. myself out of that one. <laughs> <laughs> what else what else is there uh we'll get back to it let's think about it yeah. i don't know yeah i can't think um, of anything. um i i think one of the gnarliest ones that i that i maybe should have talked myself out of um although i enjoyed the hell out of it was straight piping my 993 that was pretty oh. <laughs> that was pretty hardcore i could it's have done, loud. i could have gone a step down and actually not had to wear earplugs when i drove it um <laughs> like for extended periods of time um that's pretty funny dude <laughs> was Alex it full Stadel straight says, pipes? <laughs> yeah, uh, I somehow I don't remember that it was. I remember that it was loud. But I forgot that detail. Yeah, straight, straight up. He was trying to battle Rubens nine six four, and yeah, yeah, exactly. Alex Dale says, "What's the best way to tell it's time to put the hard top on for the season? First rain, too cold in the morning, daylight savings." Ooh, yeah, that's a nice. hard thing with hard hard tops. I think because the hard like, thing with that's hard why people tops. never use them. Well, they just sit in people's garages because you're like, well, we might have another sunny day. So yeah. the soft top does its job, right? That car boxers seal really well. So That's it's not a like boxer. You're, yeah, mm. it's not like you're leaking and stuff. So you're kind of like, well, I'll, I'll put it on probably next month because, you know, we're going to have some nice days like next in the next two weeks or whatever. Yeah. And then that inevitably it just like all of a sudden it's spring and you never put the hard top on. Yeah. It's, yeah see, if you have away. that soft top, it seems like you'd never do it. Yeah, well, it's know. it's a noise and comfort and temperature thing too, right? So like, I feel like that's the main one for me. Is like when it starts getting way too cold, like the soft top really doesn't do much, and the hard top they're does. They're pretty help. good though. They're insulated, yeah. dude. They're, Wait, they're what like, is, oh, I guess I should ask. I'm assuming NA Miata here for some reason because it's a Boxster. It's oh, a Boxster, and no. they're actually really good, dude. You don't like you don't really feel like you're out in the elements or anything, mm -hmm. and. There, it's not like a five liter, like a Fox Buddy Mustang. Have you ever been in one of those? It's literally like the thinnest fabric top, dude. And you're just like looking at the bows. It's yeah, buffling, buffeting yeah, the whole and, time. And these things are like fully insulated, like mm. really nice, dude. Yeah. Like you don't feel the elements or anything. Okay. So, so I didn't know yeah. what car it was. Yeah. Cause I've, I've had a hard top on an NA Miata and I did it usually in, in starting in like November ish when it not only first rain, but if you start to see consistent rain, that's one thing, but it was more of a temperature thing. Like, Getting into the car in the morning was brutal. Um, of course, you have a heater and shit, but but as you said, yeah, it's the same shit. It's like a little thin piece of of, of fabric, and it, you see the bows right there. It's like barely yeah, any, yeah. anything really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Boxster has like panels, and they're fully insulated and everything, so hmm. you don't really even feel like you're in a convertible when the top is up. All right, Ben Rogat says, "What's the worst license plate frame to have on your car?" Oh, that that purple. What are those? Are the pink, uh, DG DG or D, uh, oh, just like the oh. generic, like like the, the, the dealership, and it's like pink. Think pink. 
pink lettering or purple or something. They're they're yeah. really ugly. I, I, it's like DG, GG, DG, I, have a, I don't know. I have a thing with redundancy. Like, I hate when people, like, like it's like an M3 and they put an M3 license plate or it's like, a, <laughs> oh, it's like yeah. it's so annoying. And, like, that's kind of what I was alluding to in that post about that there was a 991 that, that, I, that I found in a garage the other day. And I said, oh, like, check out the sweet 997 because they put 991 in their license plate. It's like, come on, dude. Like, it's the same <laughs> shit. It's like, it's so, like, I just hate right. n- uh, when there's no creativity there, right? Especially on right. a vanity plate but um the redundant license plates really annoy me but this is you're talking about license plate frame right frame 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 yeah frame so it says it on the frame yeah 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 my i i think up there for me is a chrome plate in the shape of barbed wire oh, oh that's, that's pretty so bad. bad it's pretty bad and those are more common than you might think um and pretty bad yeah that's a that's a good call man what is that what are you what are you doing what are you doing with that you're (laughs) displaying aggression it's aggression it's like is that it if you didn't Uh, know i'm aggressive (laughs) this is uh watch out for me too yeah Uh, then the ufc sticker diamond plate too yeah diamond plate's more uniform it kind of has some flow barbed wire. It's just what like, about an eagle on the top? You've seen those, right? That. Yeah, <laughs> sounds cool. Actually, those are kind of like the eagle. Those are kind of cool in a weird way. Yeah, yeah. Um, they work on like a BT cruiser, Harley? like a '60s wagon or something. '50s yeah. wagon, maybe. I don't know. Uh, I bet Ben's asking because he's going to buy it for us, dude. He's, he's probably <laughs> buying it for himself. Dude. Yeah. Um, Mr. Propane says. All this K talk along with personal experience with a friend's cars led me to switch my 190E build to a K24 instead of a VR6. Mm. That being said, seeing as how I have to source most of my parts overseas, opinions on an Evo 1 kit or keeping it mostly stock cosmetically. I have time to make a decision. Body work is going to be the last thing on the list. Big Dude, if you're fan. doing that, Evo 1 all day long. Big if, fan. You're, if you're like hacking it up and putting a motor, an engine in Dude, that's yeah. got to be so expensive though, Sick. right? They what don't exist. One they're, they're, it's a there's a, a company in Thailand that makes replicas. Um, oh shit! Sure. Yeah, because the what, Evo two kit is too much, but the Evo one. Can you rad. describe it's it? Like super, you, can someone describe the it's Evo one? Small kit? little fender flares, small Bubble little fender flare, flares, kinda. and then it's got the like the one ninety e sixteen valve body kit for the rest of it. Um, I, I actually have a picture of it that I can share with they're you. They're so good, dude, yeah. and and it's a little yeah. It, Evo one, I prefer it over Evo two. Um, same here. But I do like Evo too as well. So um But yeah, it's just little bubble they're pretty simple. It seems like a pretty simple kit to reproduce, actually. Okay. Uh, I think you should do it too, but I, I figured it'd be super expensive. So, so what did Matt Crook just do, Art? I forget. Is his Evo two? Did he do? Shit, I can't remember. Hmm. I don't remember. Yep. Uh, we have two questions here about BRZO, and they're asking if it's no longer supported. Will it be coming back? The last I heard is Phil, the developer, is working on getting the the thing he paid for through Craigslist to get turned on again. So it's mm. on the Craigslist side, and it's some sort of licensing thing that needs to be basically just turned on, and he's not getting good support there. Is so, it because they have uh, their Craigslist has their own app that they've had some soak time with now? Oh, I'm worried. I don't know. I'm worried. He basically got no explanation as of last week when I talked to him. He was just, it was turned off and he was supposed to have it for much longer and then uh, hmm. didn't get it going again. So, I mean, I sure hope it comes back. It's really sad. I don't know how to search Craigslist. Like for all my 
my regions. I have to like I know go back it's hard. to. Uh, it sucks. I'm glad I'm not looking for a specific car right now because it'd be really frustrating. Dude, but he I'm, is working on it. Don't give up. I need yeah. it right now, really bad, uh, because we're trying to replace <laughs> no. my wife's Jeep, and <laughs> like just searching locally is not. It, it does not feel right. Yeah, you gotta go. You gotta go all the cities and stuff. Anyways, he's working on it. He did say that if you want uh, better updates, go to uh, I think it's brzoapp.com, and there's a newsletter that he'll be updating. So that's that's that. Um, Taya Spaniel says uh, he's bummed about brzo, and he says if you had to replace your fun car with a motorcycle, what would you pick for each other? So I guess we have to pick each, each other. other's motorcycles. Wow. Um, there's rad motorcycles up at the podcast studio that Lane and I were checking out last time we were over there. And uh, there we posted, Lane posted that picture of uh, that Moto Guzzi on the scale. But that's such a rad spot. Like bikes keep coming and going, at least the, when I go there. And it's so rad. He has some amazing stuff. So I don't think I would go with anything too fancy like that for you fools, though. You'd probably crash. Yeah, that's the thing, right? It's like you got you almost want give me a fucking fifties Vespa or something. Sixties <laughs> Vespa. <laughs> yeah. I'll hipster my we way around in that. We could all do a Vespa club. It's pretty hard to overlook something like the long way round guys uh doing it on a GS or some sort of what? like off road, on road uh touring bike. I missed the beginning though. What is there a stated purpose for this or is it just in general no, if you just like to replace you're a replacing car? your fun your fun car. So you don't no longer have a fun car. So how do you get your driving kicks out with a motorcycle? Yeah. What's it going to be? Oh, well, I'm, I'm going to get one of those Polaris. Is that slingshot? <laughs> it was the one with the two wheels in the front slingshot. Yeah. No, the other um, one. That... No. Oh, I'm getting the, uh, can am can am. Yeah. Can am spider. Yeah. Can am spider. <laughs> those are great. Um, yeah, what is really going on there? I, I still haven't figured out that the Can-Am thing is so weird to me. Like I want, I like convertibles, but I want to straddle something. Yeah. yeah, I just don't feel like I'm really doing it right unless I'm straddling. You want to be very exposed though, too, right? Like you want to have <laughs> yes. Something. I want danger. I mean, I don't want any side impact uh, safety whatsoever. I, I'm going to add that too, but yet I can't really lean into turns. I'm not really into leaning. Mm. You're not, <laughs> not very really leaning. Or leaning. I don't get. I just don't get it. Get a Z4, or uh, I just don't understand that that at all. For some reason, it's really weird to me. Um, I'm getting all of you guys a uh, what is it? What's the one that Austin Cabot has? Uh, WR WR 250X. Um, so it's a little dual it? sport bike. Uh, I I think it's Yamaha. I don't even know. Um, yeah, but, uh, it's, uh, obviously street legal. Um, but, uh, you can throw dirt tires on there. You can throw slicks on, um, whatever you want. And, uh, mm. it's tiny, you know? Uh, so I mm. think it's more fun. And so it's like more Vespa yeah. than, um, you know, Ducati. Right. <laughs> mm. right. Yeah. I, yeah, I what do you think like, of the, uh, I'll go for it. Uh, I was going to say, what do you think of the little Groms with, like, slicks on them? Those are cool. They're cool. Like They're just a little thing. too small. Yeah. They're so small. They're so small. 
I feel like if I, I were to get into motorcycles, I would be super into supermoto, like just like a really tight technical course on like this bike that has a lot of suspension travel and like slicks. Like that seems that's this, like this is so entry supermoto. That's what I just got you, Art. You're good, dude. I'm so stoked. Thank you, Brian. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. And you're not as you're kind of more on top of the bike and stuff, mm-hmm. and it's more nimble as opposed to like having to like pick your line and lay your leg, lay your yeah. knee down and stuff. So, yeah, yeah, and it's cool. like a little more accessible, lay like leg. for just mobbing around town too. It, like the ergonomics yeah. are you can go up upper. curbs and stuff. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, that sounds good. Good for rough and roads. basic. By the way, um, if there was a car equivalent of that, that's that's my dream car <laughs> to flip it around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, I sent this uh, rally video earlier to, I don't know who was on the text, but that's what I want. It was a, what was it, an Opal hatchback yeah. from the 80s. Just bombing. And it had so much suspension travel, yet it stayed pretty level. Yeah. Getting to that point is really where you want to be. Because if I took my car at those speeds on those roads, it would just, I'd be all over the skid plate and just yeah. tattered. Yeah. And I have arguably, you know, big sidewall and, and suspension, but... This thing was like next level, and uh, I don't know if you have to go all the way to rally type suspension for that to happen, but probably. That's dude. That was exactly where my head was at with with that link that that uh, video that you sent over. It's like that suspension, whatever that is. T- like, tell me what I that know. is. Insert onto dude, my a GTI. Cars. Yeah, like a Mark II GTI with that yeah. suspension setup yeah. looks so fun. I think it's right. basically uh, like six thousand dollars. I know, right? And, it's like crazy. But you could do like external reservoir. Yeah. But I mean, buy a tunable buy, stuff. Buy a $5,000 Mark II GTI, put that $6,000 in, you're 11000 in total. If you could do that stuff, if you, I mean, the acceleration isn't even the thing. It, it's just carrying no. that speed. If you can bomb over hills yeah. like, you know, the tight, dicey sections like that in your GTI, you would just be, you know, you could die happy. Like so that's fun. it. That's all you need. But so, that's a big yep, chunk so of change. Fun. Adding six thousand dollars yeah. of suspension to a five thousand dollar car, that doesn't feel right. Right? That's why yes. you gotta hill climb all <laughs> yeah. the things. We just gotta we gotta dedicate ourselves to European hill climbs. That's what we gotta do. Yeah, or start one in California somehow. Yeah. All right. Um I think we got two more questions. Ran when parked says can you explain the difference between a radwood car with video games and a bmx bike compared to the 50s guys with their strange old guy shit that you make fun of it's very little difference it's like it's just <laughs> it's the time same and, thing it's, it's like time and place dude <laughs> the, the only thing i would i would thing. say is like the work the the little dolls just that's what puts it over the edge really right um, right and but to but be fair, really like, it's just it's but just, we don't we don't do that stuff at Radwood with our cars. Like, you yeah, don't yeah, put a exactly. little uh, but, TV out there. No, or, I think it's time and place, and just like be like, and it's like there is those fifty shows where it's like all about that. But then when those guys bring when they do the same thing at a Cars and Coffee, that's when they get made fun of, right? The, that's yeah. when the real make making fun of comes out when you're doing. And same thing if they were doing the Radwood stuff at like a, mo- a morning motors and all of a sudden they pulled out like all their tchotchkes and stuff. You'd be a little like put off by it. But yeah, um, yeah. yeah I think I that's think a generational thing, right? Like it's whatever yeah. we find fascinating or people. Well, like, and I, one's I, fresh. One's fresher than the other, right? Yeah. Like I, some, I think like 
the equivalent would be maybe like I'm trying to think of something that's close that might seem tacky, but I think I would still find it entertaining is like a cardboard cutout of like David Hasselhoff next to a, like a Trans Am or something like that's yeah. kind of maybe in that but realm. That's comical. <laughs> that's more you're trying to be funny rather than um, like. Cool. Having a thing of Elvis next to your car, right? It's less. It's right. like more comical than cool. That, yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe yeah. that's the thing. So, so the dolls are supposed to be cool. <laughs> I don't know, I thought, no, I don't. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. I think there are. are some cars that come with a lot of tchotchkes, but they're period correct. Like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, if it had like our, my buddy Steve Pedoni has this old Chrysler Windsor, and he's got the the roof rack with the extra tire and the cooler and the skis and the you know. All the period stuff. And that's, that's more interesting because it's kind of a museum piece. But when you get these guys with like a cutout Marilyn Monroe and that, you know, uh, fake, um, like burger and fries from the drive. Oh, that's the, bur- the so, fake burger and fries. It's like so hard. To, edge, right? yeah. It's so hard to understand that point of view. Like somehow it makes sense in their worldview for this to be something. But like, can you imagine us taking a, a cardboard cutout of some movie star? And bringing it <laughs> with us, to Zach it. Morris. Yeah, I know that's a funny I choice. I, I don't, but I mean, like, <laughs> I like, I, I am kind of curious. Like, inevitably, there's going to be something that we do when we're old that's going to look just as lame, right? We're already it'll doing be different. it yeah, for sure. It'll be different, but you know, like, it'll make sense to us, and the new kids won't understand. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah like, like, I don't, I don't know kids, what, like, what, like, what do the kids, like, you know. If you look at it from like a psychology perspective, like, yeah, what, what is the person thinking when they put the doll out and like, why is that funny? Like, it's very hard for me to imagine. I'm sure there's good reasons, <laughs> yeah. but like, I just don't get it's it. It's hilarious. And I it's think that hilarious. doll is the one that, the doll is the real one that we that's focused on and well, made no, fun the, of. Fuzzy yeah. dice too. What's that's the, the fuzzy one dice? no one understands. Fuzzy dice. Oh yeah. Uh, what, the fuzzy? Fu- what is that? <laughs> By the way, I think you, Brian, should be, you're like the fuzzy dice enthusiast of this group. So I'm surprised to hear I'm this. So, and now I've I, never I, been more mad at anyone than I am at you right now for like mis- <laughs> misunderstanding I, me so I deeply know. after we've been learned together for so long, Warren. Like I, I learned something so, every day. I figured, I feel I figured so, you'd be like, Okay, I will defend Brian on this. He is so not because he's so anti-aesthetics too. Like I know, I know. he's so not that guy to buy fuzzy dice to put. But I think if you own a '56 Chevy, like by default, you have some of that in your DNA. It's like I think you're you being very, you're being very judgmental right now, and I don't appreciate oh, yeah. that. If you could see Brian, he is he's doing full on like Real Housewives. Like, so, so, Brian, so they'd be um, black. Stuff. They'd be black with white dots. Is Warren that better? Is so prejudice right here with all this. I think if anybody's um, a fuzzy dice guy, it's you, Warren. I'm just going to say, I'm just going to say, dude, it's more like Kiefer Sutherland and his crew from uh, stand by me. Exactly. That's exactly. Bats and mailboxes. Exactly. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Chopping the top off of uh, a Ford sedan, a Merc with the 50s stuff. Um, are those dolls? I mean, I guess I imagine they're collectible, right? Like they're probably don't like know, valuable yeah, or something. No, about so that. Knows yeah, yeah. Our, but um, Lane even knows the name of them. I forget what they're called. Uh, they're babies called or crybaby? No, crybaby yeah, like dolls cry or something. Dolls? Yeah. So like here's here's That's one like worse. Here's like timeout dolls. I'm thinking about like um timeout because he's like in oh, the corner. That is what they are. <laughs> you know, I think you're right. Yeah, you mentioned that um you mentioned that, that is they're terrible. Um, 
like the like the youth the, the youths right they won't they wouldn't get it so like um i'm trying to think of like something that i've seen before like that remember that domino's figure that the the with the rabbit the noid yeah the noid like i've seen the noid um in cars before at radwood like on dashboards and stuff like that and you like that's it, probably equal is that yeah. creepy to kids like that's probably that's creepy. the what same the fuck thing is that weird little rabbit yeah, like, a, why is this guy bringing a that's stuffed different animal? because that's related to a brand like what's a timeout doll what yeah. the fuck and, what's and you'll to? see you'll see old ones like they'll have betty boop in their car and you like understand what that like i don't know what the fuck betty boop is really but like i know that's like a like a cartoon from that era or something like yeah. it like but the timeout doll is so They're far creepy. away from any of that I, yeah. I just like i've i've even tried to look it up and there's not much info there <laughs> oh they're faceless too? Well, it takes you it directly puts you on the list of pedophiles in the area yeah. so then you have to go on some list yeah remember after that. i was at that the boardwalk show and i took pic- and the guy had him in his truck bed just like laying down i'm like it was really disturbing. Dude. Did they have pants on or no? They did have pants on, but well, it was, it was right. a little sketch. That is You're off the hook. I mean, I so yeah. I get the thing. A, th- a major thing about classic cars is that they are, you know, people are kind of reliving a certain period in time of their life, usually, right? And by the way, yeah. I'm just noting that you know, for me to own a '56 Chevy is not this category at all. It's like explained by something different. But you know, these are people who like owned them in high school or whatever, and they're going back to that. And so, like, somehow this must support that, where they're like, you know, I, I don't, I don't get it. But you know, uh, the Marilyn Monroe dad, c- cutout thing is like, Brian, like, does he know? Does your dad into timeout dolls? Like, I know my dad's not into timeout so, dolls. Like, dude, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they like, don't know about them. Do you maybe guys want to hear? Learning. Do you guys want to hear some sexist shit? We're talking about prejudice. So, um, I found a site and they, somebody's trying to investigate the timeout doll fad. Why? A decoration for one. They're definitely eye catching, and some say that these dolls are used to hide flaw, flaws such as bumper dents and paint scratches. Others say that making dolls is a way for the wives to share in the partner's automotive interests. Each Whoa. time, each time out doll is, you know, has a tire so that 50s, needs to be made dude. and all this other shit. Yeah. So, um, basically, I guess that's very fifties, right? They should. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Huh. Um, so they're homemade. Yeah. So I'm they're more homemade. confused now than I was I didn't know before. I'm sure. Wow. Yeah, and I'm. Dude, that's all that, of this. That's when you find a good gal. All that's of this investigation gal, is like, like I'm, I'm personally, I, like I feel aware that there's going to be something that's going to be doing. We're going to be doing the same thing later. Uh, like, the, you know, we could laugh at it now, and but obviously it'll be us in some other form. I'm sure. I personally do not think I will be doing anything like this, <laughs> but, um, but uh, I guess maybe I did, it is like, a certain in type. high school. In high school, I did appreciate like. Um, Thursday night car shows in Scotts Valley. They were like full on oh, 50s, 60s rad. car shows, 70s. But it was cool. It was like a Radwood type thing. And it, it was actually really fun. And I nostalgia did nights. the Yeah, nostalgia nights. And that was fun. And like they had the music playing. And it was kind of a cool, it did have that whole vibe going on. And it was kind of neat. Like if, you know, had a little bit of that like 50s, 60s vibe. Um, I did think that was cool. But I think it it crosses the line when you go to like, a normal all cars meet and then people have like the weird i also don't like the big the well, big poster signs like stating what engine you have in it when like it's all hand and you have this you pay like a, a dude like five hundred dollars to make you this this plexiglass sign and you put it out and stuff like that it gets a little over the top right yeah yeah 
Yeah. And and I think and I don't agreed. think you're making fun of yourself. I think that's the biggest difference. They're not making fun of themselves at all or the era. It's mm. like very serious. You're dude. right. They're sitting in lawn chairs just very serious. There's no whimsy there, right? Everything. It's like full on like Mm-mm. this is the this is the way it works. This is what you're supposed to do. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Jeff Wise says, I think this is the last question. Uh independent rear suspension and a steering box or solid axle and a steering rack. Ooh. Assume both have LSD. Oh, dang. I'm solid axle, steering rack. No question. That's like perfect for yeah. me. It mm. sounds kind of fun. I mean, you, you're lowering, you probably have, I mean, just by design, you have less limit, right? Um, but you're, but you have more, but you have good feel from the steering rack and everything. Right. And more accurate, like inputs. Yeah. The thing is just like, I mean, obviously it's, it's, um, you know, you could slide it around and all that, but it, it, and on bumpy roads, that's less desirable, right? To have a rear end that's that way. Like it's, it's just, you're getting tossed around and you can't keep the car planted. But as you said, you do have the nice communicative tight steering. Yeah. Um, I'm going uh, with, although uh, there's some boxes that are pretty decent, right? I mean, yeah, I, I yeah that's like, what I'm, I'm going with independent, uh, rear and a, a steering box. Cause your M6 had steering box, right? The M5? Or M5, I mean, yeah. yeah. It did. And uh, that's a pretty, it's not that far off from a steering rack of the similar era. Um, and that suspension is great. So I'm, I'm going to go with that. I could, uh, I can get around the steering, but lifting a wheel through turns and stuff like that, I'm not as uh, excited for. I mean, a hmm. GTI, like a Mark 1 GTI, the solid rear axle or yeah, my know, Mark 2 solid torsion I'm lifting um, a, rear. Yeah. Torsion, you know, you're lifting a wheel. But I mean, tight turns those cars are fun and they they're very racks. fun. Uh, you also have like Jeff Wise's little Lotus is uh solid yeah. rear axle. That's you know, what I'm thinking. Like yeah. Super... That's like, I'm thinking an A86 Corolla, for example, uh, is a solid axle rear axle steering rack car, right? So, um, very, very fun, but it, it's best on a smoother surface, right? So it's just like, does that experience on those? Uh, basically, you're sort of limiting your experience to that. That's kind of what I'm thinking about. Like, I, I does not, not really. I mean, occasion on bumpy stuff. Yeah, I mean, they're more durable too. Them. There's like yeah. a whole other thing about like durability, and you know, it's more robust. And you know, if you're talking about you, you get into really bumpy sections, and all of a sudden it's an advantage, right? Not really. I mean, when you're going at speed, you're like you're not putting the. There's no. You're not getting um. A good contact patch, right? Like you're floating over that stuff and you're losing traction. So, like, um, I think I, I'm just. I mean, I mean, steering, you can overrun. So a, you can overrun a, a independent rear suspension if you if it gets too bumpy, right? Yeah, you can do that too. I'm gonna. I'm still gonna stick to it. I think, like, um, as you guys are saying, maybe sense of occasion. It is way more engaging, right? Because now you're on edge and your your car's dancing around and stuff. And I've had A86s and I know what they're like with all the, you know, I've had them with multi-link set up like, and so that they're controlled. So the rear axle doesn't fly around everywhere. Um, and it's, it's manageable, but I think the steering is, is so key, especially because inherently most steering boxes and almost all of them really have that weird dead spot in the middle that really sucks. And it's like such a weird feeling that is not confidence inspiring. And, you know, I think a, a tight steering rack kind of makes up for for that rear end. Yeah, I think I, I think in this situation, I'm going for a pretty vintage like sports car. So, I'm sure, dude, I'll go with a solid rear axle and I'll go with a rack. You've got a great rack. Yeah. All right, well, that's a podcast. Thanks for joining us. 
Tune in for the Sunday edition. Uh, for those that are coming on our drive on Friday, the location for the start has changed. It's on Patreon, so log in there to see the change. Uh, we're also going on a drive on Sunday, so hit us up if you're in the Bay Area for a Sunday drive. The old DMs. Okay, that's it for now. Later. Thanks Bye. for joining us. Peace. Goodbye. Patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome. Do you enjoy the DWA podcast? Give us a little love and support us on Patreon and get some awesome bonuses like a weekly exclusive Patreon podcast, exclusive stickers, koozies, and discounts on everything in our store, early access to rallies and other DWA events, and much, much more. Um, yeah. It really helps us out if you become a patron of the podcast, and we hook you up with some really cool stuff. So join us now at patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome. Thanks.